okay, we're recording. Good. Uh, it's a Monday, so did that horrible work thing. Mm, I know what that's it was like. Tough. It was just tough being back in the office, man, after eating all that damn turkey <laughs> and stuffing. He's trying to, and trying to fit cheese. under the desk still. And glazed ham. Like a honey glazed spiral ham. Your favorite, bro. My favorite. You're right. My brother made I appreciate a ham you knowing himself. That. We're besties, bro. Oh. Come on. Oh, of course I know that. <laughs> you remember my my favorite, right? Thanksgiving dish. I, I don't. I don't. Just, and I, and, and I here, don't. I here, I I'll, see this is one sided. Here, I'll I'll bring it's you like, another mug. It's to like make up it's for like, it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a Christmas mug. Damn it! Yeah. Oh man, uh, yeah. nah, dude. It was it was the uh, my grandmother makes collards. The collard greens is mm. amazing. My mom makes the mac and cheese, which is amazing. Uh, right, it's all it's all good, brother. It is it is all good, man. Everything. Oh yeah. Uh, I I just ate a lot, and I feel amazing about it. I'm, no shame in my game. So yeah, we still have a, a lot of mac and cheese and ham left as well. Mm, baked, baked so. mac and cheese. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. So we'll be, be nibbling next on time, that all week. The, the next time I'm in Arkansas, I'll stop by, okay? So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. Well, glad to be back from the Thanksgiving break. I think we actually have some Marvel news. You want to hit them one time? Sound is just fire every single time, brother. <laughs> Love it. All right, man. So according to the Hollywood Reporter, it looks like Avengers of the King Dynasty enlist Loki creator Michael Waldron. So this is the guy who is going to take Marvel through the next Avengers flicks. Right. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, my man's got a job for like four more years, so I'm excited for him as well. Yeah, he is definitely uh, <laughs> collecting a check. Yeah, <laughs> by by doing the work here. But you got to think about it, right? So we had like Josh Whedon, and he did the first two Avengers, and then we had the Russo brothers. Uh, they them and their writing team uh, did the Infinity War and then Endgame, yeah. and now we got this guy who's coming off of uh doing the loki series and i'm i'm pretty excited man i am pretty excited because yeah. this guy he has like a for all the weird things that happen in, in loki you want the same kind of feeling style to happen across the kang dynasty and, and everything else man that's going on with this phase yeah because that kind of sets the Loki's kind of setting the groundwork for for this whole situation with Kane coming up. Yeah. Uh, so for for the guy that's pushing that storyline to be involved with those and take it over, yeah, sounds like a pretty good plan to me. Yeah, so he's not directing this guy. 
uh, but he is writing, so he's going to have his, yeah. his flair style, and then we'll obviously bring a director in to bring like their look and, and their vision there. So I'm a uh, I'm pretty excited for this man. Uh, I, you know, the talk of the town is still just how great the two seasons of Lo- Loki was. Maybe with this mm-hmm. guy in here now, you'll get your gift. You'll get your dream. Owen Wilson on the big screen in a Marvel movie, just looking amazing just, with that stash. Just, just shirt off on a jet ski. That's all we're trying that's to get. All, that's all we need. That's all we need. I actually don't want to see. I actually <laughs> don't want to see Owen Wilson with a shirt off. You know, he just he just looks better. Like I want him out there in the ocean, shirt on, right? Just a t-shirt, okay. t-shirt. Okay, on. Yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be dope, man. <laughs> you know I feel like that's just his style. I feel like I yeah. feel like if like the wardrobe department and the director was like, "All right, Owen, this next scene, you're gonna have your shirt off, and we're finally gonna put you on the jet ski on the water," and he's gonna be like, "Yeah." No, he's just gonna show up with his shirt on. Give me, give me that Calvin Klein white tee, and let me get out there. <laughs> white one. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I am so about it, man. So, guys, we'll give you as as uh, more information comes in about Michael Waldron and what he's doing for these uh, multiverse saga Avengers films. We'll give you some more Hmm. details. We also don't know what Avengers will be in these movies either. We also don't, like I said, we also, we don't have any directors, but supposed to get the King dynasty out uh, May 1st, 2026. So we're still a long ways away. And then we got secret wars uh, has a release day of May 7th, 2027. So very long from that. Hmm. Obviously, those days are yep. tentative. Um, they could be moved up, moved down, or whatever. Hopefully, not moved back. But if moved forward, that that would be awesome too, guys. Yeah. So, just want to say, man, I I will continue to say this. I know that okay. it's a must, but uh, I really hate doing these virtual pods. The fact that I cannot reach out and touch you with arms wide open—that's a Creed reference, by the way—like um, this. What you guys don't know is that we do like slap hands in the beginning of the before the pod starts. We're not able to do that, and it just <laughs> messes up the momentum of the pod, guys. So <laughs> I like slapping hands with my podcast partner. Like, and yeah, you're trying to slap hands. I got you <laughs> by myself here. So and I had and, and I had a present for you that I'm going to have to wait for next Monday to give you. Guys, so look forward to guys. Welcome to this episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this episode, we're discussing the trailers for Silent Night, The Beekeeper, and our movie of the week, Next Goal Wins. Team, we got some trailers coming at you here. You know, my man Joel Kenneman, uh, famous from mm. For All Mankind, in a movie about Christmas. Maybe I don't know. He has a gun in his hand. I'm scared. And then uh, <laughs> we have the man, the myth, the bald living uh, legend 
Jason mm. Statham with a movie with Josh Hutcherson. And it looks like, according to IMDb, Josh Hutcherson has top billing. So, uh, movie star. Movie star. <laughs> biggest, <laughs> biggest star in the world right now. <laughs> forget, forget Margot Robbie. It is. Damn it, it is Josh Hutchinson. Guys, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have uh full reaction to these trailers on our socials. <laughs> Hit that link tree in the description, and you get to see our beautiful faces and you get a peek into mm. Javi's rock star life in his office. So yeah, there you go. Alrighty. Uh uh Yeah, according to IMDB guys, we have Silent Night, a grieving father enacts his long-awaited revenge against a ruthless gang on Christmas Eve. Mm. Okay. Directed by the great John Woo, uh, Broken Arrow and Face Off, two fantastic films, also Mission Impossible 2, uh, nice. these fantastic films. Uh, I personally love John Woo movies. When he crosses over into America and does movies because they're just, they're a spectacle. Right. They're so action driven, but like he does the gunfights, the, the, the jumping out, like the explode, like everything he does is so big. Yeah. Nothing is grounded. This is going to be weird because like John (laughs) Woo's style is nothing is grounded. Everything is like a mix of hidden like crouching tiger hidden dragon with like mm. guns. And then you have John John Wick, the producer of John Wick also helping this film out and obviously everything John Wick world is everything is grounded in reality and things can really happen now as much as it can. A man got hit by 19,000 <laughs> cars last day and fell down the you steps 19,000 times but it's so many steps. I guess uh what is it Chumbawamba? <laughs> uh, fall back down, get back up again, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, man, give me, give me something like that. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me your, give me your, th- yeah. give me your thoughts on this movie, brother. Oh man, yeah. Um, that was an intense trailer, man. Uh, you know, revenge movies are always kind of one way or other either it's a silent just taking people out very methodically or it's like this one it's just straight don't care blowing everybody up and everything up um either way they're usually pretty awesome movies yeah everybody's getting led yeah yeah everybody (laughs) is getting led um I, you know, wrapped up around Christmas, we're obviously seeing more and more, you know, do you have the original Die Hard, which obviously is a Christmas movie. And then any Mm -hmm. other movie that uh, has been been made around that time, Lethal Weapons, a Christmas movie, Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a Christmas movie, right? So... That that that's genre is growing and growing and growing and I love it. Yeah. There's something about Christmas and the Christmas season <laughs> where I wanna see uh blood, sweat, and ass like 
oozing everywhere. We had a violent night last year. Violent Violent night night last year. So good. So good. Silent night this year. So I'm excited, man. This is this is looks like just gonna be a really good time. I just want to know like where the doves are gonna be at, right? John Woo is is no like he cannot make a movie without having like Mm. beautiful white doves somewhere. And like it happened even in, like I understand how it happened maybe in Mission Impossible 2 or it happened in Face Off, but it happened in the middle of the damn desert in Broken Arrow with the Christian <laughs> Slater. <laughs> like, you know, doves in the middle of the damn desert, bro. How the hell they get out there? He's like, we gotta have, we gotta have doves, damn it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited, guys. With us on our socials, uh, let us know your thoughts. What is your favorite action Christmas movie? And uh, we already know what the answer is, guys. We just want to hear from you, so let us it's know. It's Violent Night. That's fun. Definitely Lethal Weapon. So It's definitely Violent Night. Jingle bells, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us in the comments, guys. Talk about a movie there. Team, uh, according to, I don't know what these trailers this week, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> such high-octane stuff going on. Uh, we got... For IMDb, we got the Beekeeper. Uh, in the Beekeeper, one man's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes as he's really be a former operative of a powerful and clandestine organization known as Beekeepers. It, it doesn't get any better safe, than that. Man. It keeps keeps gotta the hive. Protect safe. The hive. <laughs> gotta, gotta protect the hive. And I love that we're not making fun of that. That's an actual line from the trailer. That's, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is, man. This is a movie directed by David Ayer. Uh, it's got Josh Hutcherson, Jay Stanley, Mini Driver, Jeremy Irons, Enzo, Kalenti, Felisa Rashad, and a bunch of other people as well. Um, yeah. I, just I, I think give, me the... your, give me your thoughts. Well, I think your boy's going to win a an award for this one, man. Josh, he's going to really skyrocket to the to the top. This is Jay Stinson's fifth film in the last not, year. Yeah, really. This is all this man does. <laughs> this is all this man does. Is make high octane action films. Oh man! And you what? know, like the opening of this, the movie was actually not bad. It, it was actually going very well until we found out that the actual protocol was beekeeper. Oh, and like, like, and like he's living, he's living this beekeeper. life as a beekeeper. A beekeeper. <laughs> you know what? I swear, like, but if like if I was like an ex uh, beekeeper and I wanted to like shield my identity from the world, I wouldn't be yeah. a beekeeper i'm just saying i wouldn't do that i also like like they were talking about you said all i know he's a beekeeper and they're like with the one lady's like oh a beekeeper that's not good (laughs) that's not not good at all that's not good so like as all the retired beekeepers actual beekeepers like i just i have so Mm. many questions there's so many questions then this I one hope, is. And he, I hope this. I hope this down. is a three-picture franchise. I want to know all about the beekeepers now. Okay, like I already know that it's not going to be. This is going to be it. 
He's going to get this movie, and they're going to they're going <laughs> to tease us. They're going to tease us for more <laughs> beekeeper movies, and it's never going to happen. Not not all of them can be expendables, Cloud. All right. Or um, <laughs> what's the shark movies that that he does that they got a sequel? Me- Meg. The Meg. Meg. The Meg got a sequel, man. They're looking at a third Meg. Okay, this guy's unstoppable. Are you are you serious right now? Yeah, they're talking about doing a third Meg, man. Wow. Warner Brothers. Well, is, there you go. There you they, go. They don't have anything else going on in their life right now, so they're just screwing everything else up. So they're like, "Hey, keep Jason they're Statham gonna... happy. It will be good." Yeah, yeah. He's gonna start um, bringing everything in like Sylvester Stallone did. So yeah, <laughs> I saw I saw this I saw this poster walking out of the theater last night, and I was like, "Yeah." What the hell? Is, I've never even seen this. What? Mm. This this is a new Jason I, David Ayer. What is happening here? How did this? How did I miss this? I think, and I see how I missed it now. <laughs> I really feel like if they would have left, like him being an actual like, or the name of the organization being Beekeepers out of it, this trailer probably would have went a different way. But the fact that it like corned up so fast, it got was, really corny. Was very but, off-putting. Like, but also, like, look at look at the movie poster. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, Candyman. You know what I mean? Like, it just resembles that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. um, going like, into horror, 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 horror film. Movie? But Jason Statham, he doesn't do horror films. He's not that. I mean, just, he's not that. Like, he doesn't have that range. Josh Hutchinson's got horror films on lock right now, man. <laughs> Just Just... Yo, the man right there, bro. <laughs> Seven picture deal, bro. <laughs> With Universal. Let's go. One Five Nights at Freddy 17, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God, he was barely in this trailer, too. Um, he was like a, he was in the background, but he had what, wild hair. So who knows? Hopefully Didn't he's he get the pulled top off the building. Didn't he get pulled off the yeah. building by the pickup truck? I think that's what I saw, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, but, guys, we'll throw <laughs> us on, on our socials. Jason Statham is just like the action. I, 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 why do I watch all this man's damn movies? I'm, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Probably not going to go to yeah. the theater and watch it. But, you know, I'm ready for it. I mean, am I might I might slide you in there one Got to explore the corruption and protect the hive, as the poster says. <laughs> That's what the so. poster says, guys. We got to do <laughs> as the poster says. All right, see, so we're going to throw the beekeepers on our socials. Uh, let us know your thoughts. What is your favorite Jason Statham movie, guys? <clears throat> All right, man. You ready to jump into uh, this, this week's movie? Yes, sir. All right, team. We have Next Goal Wins. This movie was released literally on September 10, 2023, and then in the United States, November 17th. Uh, directed by Taika Waititi, direct, uh, written by Taika Waititi and Ian Morris. We had a $14 million budget and grossed $5.7 million so far. 
Starting this, we have Michael Fassbender as Thomas Rogan, Oscar Knightley or Oscar Kitenley as Tavita, Kamana as uh, how do you pronounce your name? Um, Jaya, excuse me. Uh, David Fane as Ace, Will Arnett as Alex Magnuson, and Elizabeth Moss as Gail. And then a whole squad of funny people that were playing soccer. Yes, sir. All right, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis, man, so we can hop into this new Taika flick. A coach is unwillingly sent off to work with a team that no one thinks can even score one goal. Basically, yep. That's the yeah, movie, pretty, guys. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. <laughs> we'll call it a night. All right, man. Now let's... I'm going to hang up. Oh, no. All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team. So let's start at the top here. We got the great Michael Fassbender. And didn't we just talk about this guy like a week ago? Something like that. The killer. Such a good flick, guys. This time we got mm-hmm. him as a uh, soccer coach, and we get introduced to this guy, and basically he's a narcissist. He's kind of an asshole. He's a drunkard. He has an attitude with everybody, and I honestly, like, I thought that's how he was just going to be. I, I didn't yeah. think, like, knowing that this is a Taika film, and knowing that, like, his style of comedy, I thought he was just going to stay the exact same, and Michael Fassbender was not going to change. You know how he changed, like, in the killer, Michael Fassbender's character, like, towards the end, he actually understood, like, life and everything. We talked about it last week. I thought this, for this movie, he was going to be that exact same person and not change, but everybody's going to change around him. That's what I was looking forward to, and I was pleasantly surprised he had a good character arc as well. But he's not everything is not all cracked up when he uh when he gets sat down with his <laughs> ex-wife and boss. <laughs> Hilarious scene, bro. Man, this is one like that Will Arnett just steals, man. But at the same time, like Seeing seeing Will and Michael in the same scene, like both of them being very serious, but delivering completely different. And I tell you, like these scenes where where Will and Arnett's in here and they're talking together, I had tears in my eyes. So I was laughing so hard in the theater. I. I just, like, I knew this was going to be a good comedy. I had no clue that I was going to laugh this much in this film, as early <laughs> as I did as well. Like, it harkens back, right? It harkens back to that first scene in Thor Ragnarok when he's spinning and he's talking to the big fire <laughs> guy or whatever. Like, you're not expecting yeah. you to be laughing your ass off that early in a movie, and that's what's happening here. And I... Yeah. Loved it, man. Just the, the oh, back yeah. and forth with them. And it's like the seven, like the, the stages of grief or whatever. And they literally <laughs> put it on the. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, here comes one. You're really, you're really doing well. With the guy with the slides. Dude, Tyka's touch for comedy is just perfect, man. And I, it's just, 
This is a real. This, this is a really emotionally charged story, but at the same right. exact time, Taika with his style of levity and comedy and directing, he makes this palatable, easy to understand, and enjoyable, man. Because like. It's yeah. easy to laugh at this team. It is very easy to laugh at this team and laugh at the coach and laugh at the players and everything, but y- you feel for them at the same exact time. Yeah, he does a good job of this casting, having uh, Michael Fassbender and even Elizabeth Moss being uh, the serious parts of it, like yeah. being that the uh the grounding side of it i guess oh yeah and then you have uh oscar and you have uh will arnett and all these guys that are there that are delivering that comedy but still in a serious way so you can't help but laugh at the one guy who's like telling the stories and being funny and then the other guy who's like actually down yeah <laughs> but it's having to deal with it you know uh dude so let's talk about uh this uh american samoa cast of characters here man and my favorite character in this movie it definitely goes out to um oscar knightley as tavita <laughs> who is the he's just like he's just the heart and the soul of this movie right where his positivity in this entire film is what kept like there was times where i was on uh thomas's side where i was like this team is trash there's there's no there's no winning for these guys these guys are never gonna still score a goal like even to the end i'm like no right but he but like oscar's character tavita stayed positive and kept his faith kept his faith in his team kept his faith in in his players um, and this, the way that he presented a outlook on this story, like on this situation to Thomas hilarious, but at the same time, man, so touching, like you can't get mad at this guy. This like as bad as, as bad as this team is, as not fun Thomas was having on the Island, <laughs> you can't like Tavita made things so much better at every turn. Yeah. Yeah, his his deliveries and his just like I said his optimism in every situation yes. was what kind of kept that uh, that bright light on the whole thing. Even though you yes. had Thomas who was struggling with all this stuff and you know losing his mind basically, and then every time we met with Tavita, he was like. Why are you so happy all the time? <laughs> you know, it was like it was a little bit of a storyline. Yeah, it was he was so uplifting every time and really enjoyed that. Um I loved this. And I'm gonna leave you with this guys before we move forward. Boobs on the face. Boobs on the face. <laughs> I didn't think that he was serious. <laughs> just, just if you watch this movie, there's a living face. It's just a living. Yo, they said, they said, count them, count them. 
Like individually yeah. or pairs? <laughs> <laughs> There's 11 sets on there. That is just great writing, man. And then they stay there for multiple scenes. Yes, it's the, for this. a while. Because it's permanent marker. Just awesome. Oh, gosh. Yep. All right, team. Uh, we have... Uh, Kaimana as Jaya Sula and uh, another another heart and soul of the team and actually Thomas makes her the captain on the team now uh, this character Jaya is transgender so it's an American Samoan national team uh, male soccer team but this person is a transgender athlete and actually one of the first to uh, play and qualify within uh, let me back yeah, up whatever the, yeah. the association is. Yes, whatever the, yeah, so to even like uh, qualify <laughs> and everything for and, and play. So I thought that was really cool. And basically, captain of the team, I love their story arc between Thomas and Jaya's as far as like, him laughing at her at first, um, and then like her just giving him crap to them having a yeah. mutual respect for each other and understanding. Like we come from different worlds and we're totally different as far as the way that we see things, but we have a common goal here. And that common goal is to play soccer and win soccer. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just really dope that we got to see that. You know, there's a lot of players here, and a lot of these characters, they don't get a full character arc. Um, like Tavita's son, I thought he was going to have a bigger arc in the movie. He did not. Yeah. It was spent with a lot with Jaya, and I like that we did get that. So it wasn't just Thomas. It was Tavita. It was Jaya as well who got, like, the big arcs. And just seeing the trust when he made her the captain, that was really heartwarming, man. Like, that was not expected. Um and when it happened, kind of touched my my old man heart a little bit, bro. You know what I mean? I thought it was really cool. <laughs> um, and then we had the uh, uh, Nikki Salu- Salupa uh, was also another one that had a good arc. The the goal tent goalkeeper. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, he was Nikki kind was of uh, he was in there for just a little bit in the middle, and then he popped up at the end. But he had a good arc in that little bit of time compared to some of the other ones. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and jump over here to Nikki. So uh, I can't pronounce any of these guys' names here, but uh, <laughs> Ulu Lafutfo is an Australian actor, but played Nikki Salupa, who is the goal who lost that 31 0 loss to Australia. Mm. Uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, so yeah, you know, I love his arc where he kind of comes in and he's just kind of a delivery ice guy, but goes home and plays soccer on the Xbox every night, winning the game, playing as himself. Um, yeah. but then comes back and is like, you know, I gotta, I gotta do the damn thing, guys. I gotta show up for my team. I gotta <laughs> show up for American Samoa. Yeah, that was re- really cool. So he was in there and understood the stakes and and met the occasion. Another, another like another like powerhouse actor in this was David Fain as Ace. Ace is the coach before <laughs> Thomas gets there. 
and he's the assistant coach when Thomas is there, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just love it because like Ace just talks like this the entire time, guys. Yeah, you know, as Thomas has such a, like nice. a rat, not like a my question is not a rough voice, but he's loud and he's obnoxious and he's kind of mean and everything. He's just the nicest guy on the planet, man. Hey guys, I think we should do some uh, <laughs> some shoulder shrugs a little bit, you know. What I mean? yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I loved his yeah. demeanor, man. Uh, we had we had a bunch of other people in this house, uh, in this house, in this movie here. Ruth, mm. uh, Dorotema, Alex Mengson, Gail, uh, Jonah, PG Rambo was was really cool with his foot. Yeah, um, I love that when he, I love like at the in the soccer mat, you know, he did that one thing Alex where he kind of like sat, <laughs> he sat yeah. there into that, and like he actually kicked it and it was good. Yeah, and he did it the second time. And <laughs> I love how, <laughs> I love how long like we stood on him doing that, like watching yeah. him, and then I was like, yeah. he's he's about to get that shit stolen from him, and that's exactly yeah, what, yeah. what something's happens, gotta have him. Like he's gonna get one of those a game. <laughs> Yeah, write that down, Ace. We only got one of those again. <laughs> so, good. so good. So man. good. Love it. I love it there, guys. Um, well, so like it kind of just... gives you that. It kind of gives you that viewer's angle, like, like when he's in there, you know, putting this stuff together. I'm sure he's like, "This needs to happen right there," because that'd be super funny to see that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I do like that. Uh, one of the Hemsworth brothers was in this as well. Really small scene. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know I that like, was him. I, yep. I didn't but catch I like it until I was reading the the, the, IM, the wiki. I like that he's still using the Hemsworths in, in his movies, man. Small role. Luke is, doesn't get a lot of uh, roles, but this was dope, man. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> he was obnoxious. He was kind of an a-hole. A um, yeah. But really enjoyed that, that scene there, man. Uh, if you want to see more of him, uh, he's also in Thor: Love and Thunder, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And his TV show he was at, he was he did uh, he had a main role in Westworld. So Luke Hemsworth, oh, nice. guys, the, the the third Hemsworth brother. They're all just sexy men. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, man, I like with this cast and everything, man. It's it's just a bunch of people who are playing soccer. Uh, Thomas is on an island. He's trying to get them to a point where they can even compete and it's just the highs and lows of of what's going on in his life professionally and personally the highs and lows of this team and even the community uh in in the island on that they feel like they are the worst international soccer team and they have nowhere to look but up simple as that Mm -hmm. nowhere to go but up there so uh, let's talk about real quick, man. Uh, this was filmed in Hawaii and man, nice. uh, just gorgeous. Oh yeah. Every scene, just gorgeous, man. Every single scene, beautiful movie, beautifully done. Um, love the Island feel and the Island flair. Uh, my favorite thing is like when he, when he first is at his place of residence or whatever, and he goes out to like the water and the dude just comes out of the water out of nowhere. Like, it was just so random. But I'm like, oh, yeah. The, that, that's the how kid? people live, bro. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, but like, that's how people live, man. Oh, man, just free diving, going, going fishing. Mm hmm. Loved it. One of my Tommy, favorite things was, uh, one of my favorite things was how, like, everything he did or everywhere he went, Tavita was there working. <laughs> 
like like he became like part of the the scenery of the movie yes like you're like in all these locations whether they're the beautiful whether it's uh the restaurant stuff like that he was always there and you say, how many jobs do you have? He's like, this is a small island. We all have a lot of jobs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to pitch in. You know what I mean? Got to pitch in, yeah, yeah, do this, yeah. do that. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, man. Um, Michael Giacchino provided us the, the music. And vi- like, there's a side story where why Thomas is an alcoholic, why hmm. he's not with his wife anymore. He, he separated, right? And moments like that where he's by himself and listening to the voicemails of his daughter, um, you really feel that, man. You also feel the uplifting powerhouse soundtrack of when they're actually playing soccer and they actually have a chance to win. Especially in that yeah. second half, man, that was just really, it just took me for a ride, man. I really like Michael Giacchino is one of the best in the business. Michael Giacchino also brought us, you ready for this? Werewolf at Night. Werewolf by Night, or whatever the hell it's called. Did he also do the uh, Werewolf by Night in color? Did he do that too? Yeah, I think he... No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. No, I'm about to say... <laughs> same movie. I, I, no, but same. like, I thought there... It is, it is. Did you watch it in color? I did not. Did you watch no. it in, I, I did not either. I don't, I don't want to, but... I don't either. I don't know, I don't know if... He, I don't know who signed off on that. I don't think he signed off on that. I think that was something like Disney or Marvel mm. decided to do, but he wanted it like in black and white for a reason. So, is what it is. Right. Anyway, guys, yeah. um, let's talk about a theme of, of, of this movie. Uh, the theme I got for this brother is like when you get a second chance, take the second chance, right? Don't let the past dictate how you're going to act like for Thomas's character, you know, you're, you're washed up. Nobody else wants you. You have an attitude. You don't play well with others. This is it for you, bro. Like your wife even told you, this is it. We didn't send you there to help yeah. them out. We sent you there to help yourself out. Um, so take this opportunity to heal, to learn, to grow, to be a better yeah. human being altogether. Um, and then the same thing with like Nikki and then Jaya and the rest of the team, like don't let the past dictate like you guys, if you put in the work, if you put in the time, if you put in the conditioning, uh, you can win a soccer game. You can get there, go out there on the pitch and do the damn thing. Yeah. And I'll say this, man, like, the first half was the first half of the of the the final match and then we got the goal and Tavita you know has the the, the heat stroke or whatever i love <laughs> yeah. the, the storytelling mechanism of the rest of the soccer match yeah that that's pretty my good fav- my favorite part we're not just sitting there watching the soccer match like we would any other movie that we've ever watched, but like any other sports movie, it's getting retold. And then it's getting retold seven or eight different ways by different people who were there. That mm-hmm. was the cool part, man. Um, and, you know, just the pride that you, they took with telling these retellings of these stories, man. I really enjoyed that. So. 
team. That is our conversation about 2023's next goal win. JV, your thoughts and ratings, brother. Yeah, I went into this one um, expecting some funny uh, just because it's it's Taika. But like you mentioned earlier, I did not expect to laugh like this whole movie almost. Yeah. And and not like little laughs, like crying laughing. So <laughs> and, yeah. and and at the time I went, I was in there by myself, so it was even funnier to me. It was like it was, <laughs> I would just laugh and there'd be nobody in there laughing with me. You couldn't couldn't bounce <laughs> off anybody in those other laughs. That, it was nope. just, just you. Nope. Just mine. Um, but, yeah, I really love the story and, and the way that the characters uh, work um, aside each other with serious guys and comedic guys and it kind of flowing together really well. Real real, real um, put together uh, piece of work. Uh, this will get four buckets for me this week. What about you, man? All right. All right. Uh, I I went into next goal wins excited. Remember, we talked about the trailer a few few months ago, and I was like, yeah, it's, it's a Taika flick. I trust him to deliver a great story. Just yeah. fantastic. Uh, especially when he's writing it as well. Mm-hmm. With that... I expected a down-on-your-luck soccer coach, and, you know, we'll, we'll see. We, 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 we've seen the coach come in, take a ragtag mm-hmm. group of guys and, you know, win or, or do something. I just didn't expect I was going to have this much fun in this movie, man. I Just like <laughs> exactly. you. I had, a, I had a theater full of maybe like seven or eight people. It wasn't much. Um mm-hmm. And we all were just having a ball, man, laughing, mm-hmm. cutting up. You know, you know the best things about this movie is like there's just there's just scenes that happen, and I'm not gonna spoil anything. Where like you're just quiet, and it's a, it's a quiet moments, and you're in your disp- it's like exposition, and you're <laughs> understanding a character arc or whatever, and then something ridiculously hilarious happens, and you're like, where the f- does that even come from? <laughs> Yo, and that's the beauty yeah, yeah. of Taika in his writing style and his directing style where he can just fit in the comedy bits where nobody's ever yeah. expecting them. That is difficult to do in today's society. Like, I feel like the last movie to do that really well before this one is like Ragnarok. And even before that, you ready for this? It was, I'll take it back, dude. The Hangover, the original Hangover. I can't mm. think of. And obviously before that, super bad. But like those yeah. are the fil- are the comedy films, and I do I do have Ragnarok as a comedy film. Um, That's fair. The ones that can just surprise you with the comedy, right? The comedy is not out yeah. front and center, and you know the beats where you're gonna laugh. It's those things that happen that you don't expect, and he does that very well. Right. I was I was also crying laughing in this film like you texted me that but i didn't want to text you because i started like my film was starting and man just enjoyable the entire time uh four buckets of popcorn for me as well brother let's go i didn't want to interrupt you but um one thing that i didn't like about this movie oh honestly was talk talk to me was honestly 
Taika being in the movie. <laughs> he can't help his, himself. His, he can't help himself. I know, but but his character. Did you watch the? You know, you got to stay for for the end credit scene. No, I did not. I thought it was over. Okay. Well, look up an end credit well, scene for it. He, that was the, the funniest part of his character. Okay. Okay. I got to watch that because, like, here's the thing in the theater, and like, it was like nine thirty, ten o'clock on a Sunday night. The yeah. They like uh, when the credits started rolling, they cut the light on. So I was like, I was like, all right, well, looks like they're just ready to clean up and get up out of here. So I guess there's nothing else. So we all walked out. Yeah. They robbed us. I want my money yep. back. I want my and limited that was, subscription back. <laughs> that scene was the best, uh, best part of his character. I just, I just didn't like, he went a little over the top with it and it didn't fit the, it didn't fit the movie for me. Okay. Uh, okay. But like I said, the, the very last scene, the, the end credit scene was the best part of his character. It was pretty cool. All right. We'll have to check it out, team. Yes, sir. Javi's in there leaving us breadcrumbs. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Next Goal Wins. Next week, we'll be discussing the Eddie Murphy Christmas flick, Candy Can Lane. And that's streaming on Amazon Prime. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me across all socials. I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me across all socials as Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.